There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Nathaniel Rateliff rocks Meriwether Post Pavilion in Columbia, Maryland on Friday for the Outlaw Music Festival with Willie Nelson and Sturgill Simpson. I spoke with him in 2016 about forming the Night Sweats for the hit single, SOB. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. Take me a little into your own personal story. When did you discover music and start playing? Um, you know, growing up in rural Missouri, you know, my parents were both musicians uh, and played in church, so I kind of grew up. And music was just a really big part of their life, and family was really important to them. Um, you know, and that's you know, kind of what we did. We'd listen to music, played music together, and um, and worked together. And, you know. and so, yeah, it was just kind of always there. It seemed like a real natural thing. It wasn't a... Wasn't ever forced on me. Uh, you know, I wanted to play drums when I was seven, and my parents were broke, but they, I think they bought my first drum kit for $35, which was a lot of money back then um, <laughs> in the early 80s, you know. It um, went a lot further back then. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, we had other things, you know, we, you know, used to hunt and that kind of stuff. So we, you know, you can make money go, uh, you can always eat, but uh, you may not have heat. So. <laughs> That's great. So that was sort of how you got started playing. But what, what sort of artists did you do you remember listening to? You know, as you were coming up, that that may have inspired you. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Neil Young was a, a big one when I was a kid. I remember hearing John Cougar Mellencamp all the time when I was a kid too. It was my my cousin, my aunts and uncles would listen to that, and my cousins would you know show up and they kick this song out. <laughs> you know, we were just little kids. You know, we're probably like seven or eight. But um, I don't know. Bob Dylan was always very important to me, and Willie Nelson is, you know, a fabulous musician and songwriter, and um, you know, has done so many good things. If you look at his history, the things he's um, done, like he has his own biodiesel company, uh, and Neil Young too. Like I think that you know, if you actually take some time to look into what those guys have done with their time, uh, pretty impressive stuff. Definitely. Now, take me into into the wheel and how you change that over to to the night sweats. Yeah, well, the wheel or you know nothing Rateliff stuff. Um, I did for about seven years um, touring and working hard. And uh, you know Joseph Polk, who's my best friend, we moved out to Colorado together in 1998 from Missouri because there was really no more work there. We had already worked at a plastic factory. Um, a couple of times, so there wasn't a whole lot of opportunities. We moved out here together, and we were making music back then together, and um, and it had a bunch of different bands. But I started to do some like singer songwriter stuff, and like I said, we did that for a while. And then after years of struggling and uh, treading water, uh, just kind of as a fluke, I decided to um, 
you know, write a couple of soul songs. I really wanted to do something that sounded like the band and Sam and Dave combined and um, <laughs> tried it out. And all of a sudden, within a few days, I had a bunch of songs and uh, and then just put together a band of the same friends I've been playing with for years, really. So, and, uh, and I had no idea it was going to work out. So I guess that's kind of the, the beauty of... Um, a mistake, I guess, you know, sometimes it works out. Yeah, definitely. How much did, uh, did appearing on, on Fallon help you guys? Uh, you know, it's funny. We were really stoked to, to be able to get on the Jimmy Fallon show. And, uh, and you know, I think I was backstage getting like makeup put on and I was with the lady, uh, who we work with, who helped us to get on the show. And, uh, when Jimmy was like kind of doing the introductions and like brought out a record and started to talk about it and, was playing the song and freaking out about it. I was like, is this good? She's like, yeah, it's really good. I was like, well, I, I, you know, I was like, I was like, I don't mean to be ignorant, but I just don't really know. Like I you know, haven't really done this. So I don't know. Is this a thing that's supposed to happen or not? And, uh, you know, his enthusiasm, uh, really helped push the record. That was 10 days before our record came out on the 21st. I think we played August 11th or on the 10th. So it was, you know, 10 days before our record release and it, um, you know, I think our pre-sales for that one night, my manager was like, he's like, you, you guys just sold more pre-sales than you've ever sold any records combined. And, <laughs> you know, after, you know, you know, Joseph and I have been playing music together for over 20 years. So to, to struggle for such a long time and then for something like that to happen out of nowhere, it's a, uh, you know, a surprise and a blessing. And, and, you know, I think, pretty much the last you know 18 months of our lives have been uh really just kind of humbling and surprising and every time we go out and people keep coming to see us it's you know just a just a real blessing that's so cool take me into sob where were you when you wrote it how'd you come up with it how cool is it to still play it because it's such a high energy awesome song I actually kind of wrote, you know, I um, wrote it sort of making light of a situation for um, when I, I was on tour by myself and had screwed a bunch of things up, so I decided to quit drinking and ended up having DTs, delirium tremors. Oh, wow. Um, and I didn't know, um, I thought that was just like old man business, but I guess it, you know, it happens to young guys too. <laughs> so I kind of was, you know, the song originally... When I first put the band together, before the band even was a band, um, I had booked a show. My friend was like, hey, why don't you come open? I was like, well, okay. I was like, so I was just trying to come up with enough material for a 30 or 25-minute set. And I thought, you know, if we did this sort of like sing-along thing, I was like, well, we get the like, oh, oh thing going on mm -hmm. and clapping and people sing along to that. <laughs> and then... Um, I mean, basically, it was just like I just I was like, and then we can keep going back into it, and and then I was like, I'll dance and do something stupid, and um, and uh, so really, it was kind of a light heart, like trying one making uh, kind of you know trying to be lighthearted about a pretty heavy situation in my personal life, but but then also at the same time, um, just trying to fill space, um, and you know take up <laughs> take up the time of a show that we didn't have enough material to play. And it still is kind of that now, you know, it'd be like, we got to play for an hour and 15 minutes. All right, let's stretch this one out a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had no idea, you know, there was the last song we recorded when we were making a record with Richard Swift and, uh, 
Um, it's just a crazy thing because, you know, you. Uh, I think the songs that, that I really love are not necessarily the songs that other people love, but that's the great thing about music and art is everybody has their own interpretation and you get to walk away with something that maybe the writer or whoever, you know, whoever came up with the idea or the photo or the painting or the book you're reading um, might have meant something totally different than what your experience is from it, but that's the great thing, the beauty of, of that, the, our shared human experiences. We all get to walk away with something different. What are some of the, you, just real quick, you mentioned, what are some of the ones that you really like that you just mentioned? Uh, uh, actually, the funny thing, we're um, hopefully uh, going to be putting something out here that's like some outtakes and stuff like that. Oh, cool. Um, so there was an EP and it had a song called How to Make Friends. Uh, and then there was another song called um, Late Night Party that aren't on a record. And I love those ones. But, <laughs> um, on, on the record, I really love um, um, I've Been Failing You, or I've Been Failing. I don't know what it's titled on the record at this point. Yeah. Um, we were pretty drunk when we made it, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, we, yeah, we would just try to get through the song before we got too drunk. So, um, <laughs> nice. Well, hopefully we can hear. I, hopefully we can hear some of those ones that you said are the outtakes, or maybe on a future album or something. I w- I'd love to hear them. Yeah, man. All right, cool. Uh, Nathaniel, thanks so much for joining us. This was awesome. Yeah, thanks, bud. Appreciate it. All right, good luck with the show. Bye. Thanks, man. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.